0: Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Cornerstone Conversations. Uh, Matt Koenig with you here today. Uh, I'm, I'm in the driver's seat today and with me in the passenger seat is Neil Wright.
0: Hi, Matt. It's really lovely to be on a journey with you. How is it? And i just like to encourage you to just keep going, buddy.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. You obviously listened to the message that I brought on Sunday because that was one of my key takeaway points. I did listen. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. So uh, on Sunday, we continued our series, uh, what's it called, The End of Things. Yes, The End Um, of Things. And uh, where we've been looking through... um, what What the expectation is and, and where where we're at when jesus comes back and and what that looks like for the church and for the body of believers uh and and what we should be expecting and i you know for me i've I've been really challenged by the reminder and just you know making sure that it's i think it's a really important thing that we've got to head around um and that you know we just we just keep uh keep our faith in Jesus and know the joy that is to come for us mm. uh, when he comes back and you know, so I've, I've really enjoyed the series. I want to thank you, Neil, for your input in that and thank myself for my input. No. Yeah, no. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. no worries, mate. Um, but no, just so on, on Sunday, so we, well, I guess over the last, what is it, four weeks, we've been looking at um, the Olivet Discourse yep. um, in Matthew 24 and Matthew 25. And and on Sunday, we, we moved into Matthew 25, which has got um, a series of parables in there that Jesus tells um, just to really give... A different perspective of what he was trying to say uh, to his disciples and also to us through through his word, and so um, we just spent some time on Sunday looking through those those two parables. Um, the first being um, the parable of the ten bridesmaids, mm-hmm. uh, and the second being uh, the parable of the three servants, or the parable of the I think it's called the parable of talents, or something like that as well. Yep. Um, so both are fairly well known. Parables to most people that have been hanging around in in church circles for a while, um, but just really just looking through that and and in the context of of the end of things, what it looks like when when Jesus comes back. Mm. Um, and so obviously, we won't. I don't think. Do we need to read through those parables? Do you think, Neil? Do you think uh, that'd be I helpful? Think
0: you could just sort of highlight, I guess. Yeah. So I'll, I'll
1: give a, a a summation. That sounds According good. to to Matt. From, from Matthew. The Gospel of Matthew. From the Gospel of Matthew. Nice. Yeah. So um, so the, the first one in, in Matthew 25 uh, 1 through to 13 is, is the parable of the ten bridesmaids. And, and basically, Jesus is explaining that, that the, the kingdom of heaven will be like the ten bridesmaids who, who um, have their lamps and they go to meet the bridegroom. Um, and five of them didn't have enough oil, five of them took extra oil to put on their lamps or their, their torches. Um, and so uh, the, the bridegroom came at an unexpected time and they weren't ready. Um, they'd all fallen asleep. And when the bridegroom eventually came, they actually didn't have enough, five, the, the, foolish, the, the, the five foolish ones didn't have enough oil um, to light their lamps. Mm. And so um, they had to go off and, and find more oil. And, and while they were gone, the bridegroom came and went into the, the celebration and locked the door. And then um those those five uh foolish um bridesmaids come back and, and basically the reply is that you know, I don't I don't know who you are. Um and so, you know, with, within that that story, um, you know, there's some there's some background in there that I think is really, really key. Um, you know, obviously Jesus is telling Telling stories that are relatable to the society that he's in at the time, and and so in you know in Jewish weddings, um, there was usually, commonly, 10, 10 bridesmaids, and there were definitely ten lamps or torches that were used as part of that that bridal procession. And interestingly, um, you know the 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 marriage takes place over a period of time, and there's so there's the engagement, and then there's the actual um, like the vows are given, but then there's this gap between. Um, when the vows are, are made, and then when when the the groom comes in and, and collects his bride, and that's actually at an unexpected time, which which is what the the example, what the story is that Jesus is giving, and and that and you know when Jesus returns, we know that his word says that no one knows the day or the mm. hour, and, and in fact he doesn't even know himself. He's just waiting for God to tell him now is the time. Yep. Um, and so there's this there's this challenge for us. Um, in this to, to be prepared, to be ready, to be waiting. And, you know, I like, I like the fact that, that this talks about that they, everyone became drowsy and fell asleep. Like, mm. it's not like people weren't, you know, it, it's not like for us, we, we have to be awake all the time and be ready a hundred percent, but there's, there's rest in that and, and all of that kind of stuff. But the really key thing about all of it is the, is the oil in mm. the story. And, and so I was just talking about how the oil is is actually a, a representation of the Holy Spirit in our in our lives, and mm. and making sure that we've got that relationship with God, and and we've we've got that filling of the Holy Spirit, so that you know we can we can be prepared. We know you know we have that intimate relationship, and we know the.
0: Yep. The, so we're ready, even problem. when we're not knowing the time, we're ready for when it happens. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think like. <clears throat> Yeah, the Holy Spirit. Yeah, oil. Mm. Um, interesting that they ran out of oil. Yeah. So what happened? Maybe they broke the relationship. And I think the parable before that, which I don't think you read, was about the master going away and leaving servants. And then he came back. It might be later on. I can't remember. Um, but, you know, basically the servants were drinking and partying and stuff because they, they were like, oh, well, the master's not coming back. And then he came back. Um yeah. And I guess that's almost like a refusal of faith and, mm. and and what you said about being filled with the Holy Spirit. And I think that's so important that we don't neglect that, you know, like that being filled with the Holy Spirit is not a one off event for us. It's a continual, you know, pouring in of that yeah. the oil. Yeah. And um yeah. Yeah. It's definitely 'cause important. I think the I think the
1: thing with that too is that you know, as we as we're doing the Holy Spirit's work, it's it gets consumed yeah you know and there is the the issue of leakage yep <laughs> as, <laughs> yep as well, but um you know I just really like that comparison of, of the Holy Spirit and the oil um, yeah. and I, I you know I gave a few examples on sunday of 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 the way that the Holy Spirit works in us, you know you put oil yep. oil in a car, yep that makes all the all the parts work together really well, yeah you know when we've got that the Holy good. Spirit in us, uh, we work together well yeah. um, you know yep. oil was used as a as a medicinal healing agent. In biblical times and you know that's exactly yeah. what the holy spirit is for us there is that healing and restoration through the holy spirit there's yeah you know there's the light that is produced when you when you burn the oil and, and and in the same way the holy spirit in us produces god's light in our lives and yeah you know so there's there's that comparison there and i think that's a that's a really key thing um you know a number of people come up to me afterwards and, and say oh you know i'd never really drawn that mm. that um comparison and and so that's you know i think that's a really helpful way to, to view to view that and and so the, i guess the the biggest challenge in in that parable is making sure that we've got that personal relationship that we are mm-hmm. in that space of being being in relationship so that we are filled with the spirit um so that when jesus does come we are ready yeah for him um any other thoughts on that particular parable neil Nah, no, Okay, cool. So moving on then was the, was the next parable, which was the, uh, the parable of the three servants, um, which, again, giving you a, a mat summation, um, basically a, a master goes away on a long trip. Uh, he calls together his, his servants and he, he hands them out uh, different amounts of his money, which in this case is, was, was in silver, um, and, he, and he gave it out according to their ability yep um and so to one he gave five <laughs> bags of silver to another he gave two bags, and then to the last one he gave one bag um, and then he went away on his trip and then it talks about what those those servants did with that that money that they'd been given and so uh it talks about the one with five bags um investing the money and and earning five more um the one with two bags it says that he went to work with it um and earned another two and and the servant who received one bag of silver, just dug a hole and buried it in the ground. And then, of course, the the master returns and and wants to know what happened to all his money. Um, And so they they each come back and report, and so the one that had five bags brought five more, the one with two bags brought two more. Um, And the one with one bag who had buried it just came back with the one bag and basically explained... That he didn't do anything because he thought that the master was um, harsh mm. and and doing things that he shouldn't have been doing and you yep. know, um and he was afraid of what the master would do and didn't want to lose his money so he hid it Yep. um and and so you know the the I, I think that the responses. That 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 the master that, that God that Jesus gave um in those is a, in those circumstances was that you know for those that actually did something with what they've been given the reward was the same it didn't matter that the value of what was returned was of differing amounts but you know it's you know you've been faithful with what you've been given um and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you more and more responsibility but let's go and celebrate together yeah you know, and that's that's the same in both of those and and again the the servant who didn't do anything was cast out and and lost lost everything lost everything that he had as well including the relationship with their that master that's right yeah that's
0: right that's true and i think like when you're talking about it you talked about the the amount of money that it is like yep and it could have been up to 20 years wages each each person got
1: each bag. Each bag. Each bag. Oh, yes, so so if... each bag, or in some <coughs> versions it's a talent, which is actually a, a unit of a weight. weight. Yeah. So it's 45 kilos. Yep. Uh, so 45 kilos of, of silver for each bag. Wow. Um, yeah, so, so 20 years wages just for one bag. So, you know, you think about that, like that's, that's an amount that is, realistically, it's not, it's not repayable. No. You know, maybe maybe for the guy with one.
0: No, even that, not really. How are you going to repay
1: that? I don't know. Twenty years wages. Twenty years wages. Um, that's a you lot. You just don't eat for twenty years. <laughs>
0: yeah, That's right.
1: <laughs> exactly. So yeah, no, it's it's an amount that is that is not is not repayable, and and you know, and that's the same for us with the with the gift that we are given from God, yeah. the the gift of forgiveness, the gift of uh, eternal life with yeah. Him is is something that can never be repaid, and you know, that's yeah. a, I think that's a really key thing for us to remember is that that. That it's not about us having to earn or achieve particular things in order mm. to gain that salvation, in order to gain um, that that gift. But the, I mean, you know, the thing the thing that I was talking about is is to you know one of the things I was talking about is is, is to not be jealous of mm. what other people have, but to to use what we have to glorify God, to yeah. to use what we have in the circumstances that we find ourselves in to further His kingdom. Yep. Um and, and as we do that, as we work in that space, then the reward will be the same. Yeah,
0: because the like it was divided according to their abilities. And I think that's something that we need to remember as well, you know, like when you're talking about the jealousy stuff. Yeah. Um or even the comparison that we might make with other people.
1: Yeah. You know, like I mean, yeah, I would do it, it might it might not be jealousy. It might be
0: Yeah, comparison. Like I'll I'll look at, say, like an amazing preacher that's got an amazing church and worldwide Mm. ministry. You could very easily go, oh, I'm not that good. Yeah. And who cares? You know, it's not even the point. The point is what the master was looking for at the end is where you're faithful with what you were given. Yeah. Um, And he gives it according to our abilities. However, there's obviously room to grow in those things because um, at the end when the... the, uh, the servant that just hid everything um, was having to give account. Uh, the master said, "Well, I'm taking what you've got and giving it to someone else." And for yeah. the ones who had earned more, he said, "Hey, here's your reward—more responsibility." And yeah. I think that's one of the the things that I always think about with the kingdom of God is that it's actually a joy to get more responsibility. Yeah, but it's the very thing that we like to run away from yep and so if you're doing well with god it's like oh here's more responsibility and it's the last thing we want sometimes right
1: Mm, mm. yeah
0: but it's actually an honor for us to be able to go okay god you've trusted me with this little bit i've been faithful with it and now i've got more to do yeah um and, and but the good thing about it is that god wasn't requiring that servant they got two more bags to get five more bags yeah he wasn't requiring like I think you said it there, the same same amount from each one. But yeah. he would have been happy with whatever the return was as long as they were investing it and and obviously as we translate that over to the kingdom of God, it's like are you investing your gifts, your abilities in yeah. the kingdom in any way at all? Yeah. Um and and the worst servant just hit it in the ground and and the master said, Well why don't you just put it in the bank? At least you got an interest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's not even the, uh, I asked you that question before when we were just sitting around talking, I said,
1: Mm.
0: why didn't he put it in the bank?
1: Yeah. Is that any
0: easier or harder than putting it in the ground?
1: No. It's Uh, it's probably easier than putting it in the ground. Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah. But it was just that lack of, you know, knowing, like you said, knowing the master. Yeah. Um, knowing that he's not going to ask you to do more than what he's asking you to do Mm. and according to your abilities. And I think, you know, there's some things we can get we can get overwhelmed, which is like, Oh, the great responsibility. And and I gotta be honest, there's some young people in the past at places I've been where such a burden was put on them. You are going to be preaching in front of thousands or you know, and this casting this this great big prophecy on them. Yeah. They ended up burning them out. They they actually most of them actually left the church. Yeah, and left faith even mm. and it's like but why you're going to be preaching to thousands and i think that's the thing is that we sometimes want to put on other people things that aren't theirs yet yeah and yeah, god is good. very much about building up the responsibility in our lives so one of the things that we can do i think practically is if we're asked to do something small do it
1: yeah yeah and do it well yeah as we can
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So invest in the kingdom of God rather yeah. than shying away. And, and, you know, we often talk about it as, obviously, as pastors, you know, like it's a lot of people doing a little bit.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Becoming that well-oiled machine, every part doing its bit to make it yeah work perfectly. That's right. Not um, just one bit doing the whole lot. Yeah. No, yeah. That's good.
0: And so um, being able to make sure, though, that we're not, <laughs> and I think this is one of the other the things is that first of all it's the Master's stuff that he gave us. It's a gift from God.
1: Yeah. Whatever you
0: have in life is a gift from God. Yeah. Use it for Him. But yep. then we could always move over into the other realm, you know, where it's like, although God or the Master in this case was looking for increase, mm. do you think he was trying to? Base it on performance, or was there another criteria?
1: I think the the criteria was that it was it was faithful use of what was given. Yeah, it didn't. You know, I mean, yes, the, the value is different, um, but again, that's based it's a based on ability, and you know, we are all made differently. We all have different gifts and and abilities, and and you know that that is the challenge that we we use what we have, mm. and we just do our best for God. And you know, I know. There have been times when I've I've thought I've done my best and it has been a train wreck. <laughs> yes. But God still uses that because the heart the heart was there. Yep. You know, like I, I think about, you know, when I when I preach, sometimes I've just said something that's just not right. <laughs> you know, I've I've you know, particularly in the early days when I started preaching and there was a I know there was a couple of instances where I said something, I'd just taken taken the passage the wrong way and, yep. and sort of Preach that out, and and I'm like, oh no, I've, I've stuffed this up. Yep. But then to see how God even used that, you know, challenge people to go, well, hang on a minute, is that right? And they've gone mm. back and they've looked at stuff and they've actually learnt. And even for myself, you know, I, I learnt from, you know, learning from your mistakes and all that kind of stuff. But you know, and that's and that's the thing. God can take whatever we give mm. and use it for His glory and for His purpose. And and so, but but it's that it's that faith-filled attitude. Yeah. Um you know and we want to we want to do our best. Yeah, we
0: should do our best yeah. for the kingdom. Absolutely. And
1: so that means you know there's there's time and investment that needs to go into that in order to to do that rather than just you know whatever. Mm. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know. And so the one danger is that we don't do anything. Yeah. Um which doesn't please God. And I think on the other hand we can make it a performance and you know, that's where we are still feeling like we have to achieve do to, yep. to get God's favour. Um, and it becomes driven that way. And so in other words, I have to do something for the kingdom. So I do it out of a performance thing, not out of a heart thing, the yep. faithfulness thing. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. yep. Um, so I guess the, there was really four, four main points um, that I'd, I wanted to get across on, on Sunday um first of all being that that Jesus is about that personal relationship Jesus is about that personal mm. responsibility and connection with himself you yep. know we we see that in in both of those stories where you know Jesus um you know doesn't recognize those that didn't have that connection didn't have the holy spirit um and and those that didn't invest the time in what they've been given you know there's that personal connection there yeah um so there's a there's a challenge for us to make sure that that's where our relationship's at and and you know i threw out the challenge on sunday that it's not you know it's not looking at cornerstone for example as a whole and and you know jesus when jesus come back he's not gonna he's not gonna go oh look at all the things that cornerstone has done it's gonna be you know what what have you done um, and so there's that challenge to make sure that we're in that space of having that personal relationship. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, that the don't be jealous of others or don't, don't so compare. So personal responsibility Person, as well? Personal responsibility, yeah. I yeah. think
0: you talked about that even in terms of salvation, didn't you? Like, like yes. It can't be just because your mum and dad saved. No, or... that's
1: right, that's right. So, you know, we're, again, it's it's that personal choice. We need to we need to make sure that we've got that personal, personal connection and personal um, um, commitment mm. to relationship with God. Yeah. and and rather than you know yeah oh my mum and dad are a christian and, and i go to church so therefore mm. that means that i am too sort of thing but that's that's not how it is and then you know as we we're talking about you know don't be jealous or, or don't compare yourself to others and but just rather use what what you've got what gifts you've got and what god has given you and use all of that for god yep. god's glory and do the best that you can um a really key one is is remembering the joy mm. you know remembering that when when jesus does come what what the result of that is for those yep. of us who have that personal relationship and and to to keep that as a as a focus rather than focusing on you know if if we look through all of those things that we've looked at in in the end times you know that can be really scary and yep you know and and put fear in people and if that becomes our focus and you know i've got to understand what this all means and and even you know like you read through revelation and it's got lots of the it's got lots of those sort of comparisons and and whatever like in daniel where it's you know the the beast with seven yep. heads and you know it's got all of this symbolism and stuff and i think that can be really um all consuming to try and understand what that looks like and yep. and affect how we respond every single day and how we go through life and and all that kind of stuff so just yep. remembering the joy that is to come for us and then and then as part of that to be encouraging each other and to and to be journeying together because we are going to all have struggle yeah and there's all there's always going to be challenge and you know so there's that there is that thing of you know using using what you've got for God's glory and sometimes we might not even recognize what that is mm. and so by encouraging each other you know hey I see this in you yep. you know a bit mm. like what you're talking about before where people are prophesying saying you know you're going to be preaching to 20,000 people or whatever you know that's a that's a scary thing but you know so again being mindful of of how you do that but just mm. to encourage people to step into yeah into and I without, think that's yeah the little steps them. yeah yeah and and journeying together I think that's a yeah. really important thing too you know like, yeah. it's not like you're going to do this okay see you later
0: yeah and I you think know. you may, I mean maybe that is what god wanted for those people but yeah you know, I think sometimes that wisdom in how we do it and uh, we would, we looked at it, some verses at the end of First Thessalonians this morning, I read them to you and mm. just, it said, you know, like to uh, basically tell off people who are lazy, you yeah. know, warn them, yeah. hey, don't be lazy. Yeah. But then it was talking about others that were timid and it said encourage, you know, encourage them. Yeah. The timid ones. and And there's some people that are timid with their gift. Yeah. And telling them off because they're lazy is not the right thing to do. No, that's There's wrong. There's others that are just lazy. Yeah. And then the other one was strengthen those that are weak. Mm. And so, you know, being able to make sure that we journey with, like yeah. you just said, yeah. that we're, we're bringing people along. And, you know, you might even see something. Say you do see something and maybe God did reveal something to you about someone it uh, doesn't mean it's the perfect time to tell them. Yep. So it might be that God's just showing you something in the future so you can journey with them where they are now and get alongside them and say, hey, yep. how would you like to do some Bible study with yep. me? How would you yep. like to, you know, just just little steps to grow in because mm. it's a very, very obvious thing that Jesus is about this increase that isn't like a, a shooting star sort of thing. Uh, it's very much like it said in there, you were faithful in little let me give you some more. Yeah. And so often, because we live in the world we are in, you know, instant stardom Yeah. is yeah, often desired yep. and it's often expected. You know, if I'm going to do anything, I need to be recognized and it needs to be massive mm. and I want it all now. Um, but then that can translate also on the pressure that we might put on people to be something that they're not. Yeah. And um, yeah, take them beyond
1: where they're meant to be. Yeah. Very good, Neil. Very, very wise words.
0: Wise words indeed. Wise words.
1: Yes. Excellent. So, I, so. I guess as as an encouragement, I just really, yeah, I encourage people just to to even reread over those parables and just just reflect on on that further and just yeah. see see because there there is so much more in those two. And I think I even said that on Sunday. You know, there's there, I had heaps of trouble sort of oh, whittling gosh. down. To, to what i what I brought and and you know there's there's so much that God wants to speak to us through his word and yeah. you know and and so yeah, there's hours you know, and hours of conversation was, in there you know it? i lo- yeah. I love the fact that you know even even with stories like this you know i'm I'm sure I've probably read and heard both of those parables at least a hundred times yep. in, in my journey, and every time you read it, you get something new and mm. fresh and yep. and god's holy spirit works in you on that and and so that's a it's an awesome thing. Yep. Mm. Well done. And Thank so you.
0: Matt I wasn't there on Sunday. weren't you? No, but I watched online. Oh, you what? you watched on the live stream.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you're feeling better now? Mostly. Good. Yeah. Excellent. And so that wraps up our our um the end of things series. I the think. The end of the end of things. It's the end of the end of things. Um but yeah, I I guess our, our job is to, is to wait well, mm. be active in the waiting. Um, yes, excellent. See you later. Bye.